Hey, welcome back to your Daily Dose. It's Bob. My buddy Nick is so Greek that we could call this episode Freaks and Greeks. Today we talk about Nick's powerful history with his Greek culture and his discovery of the Greek word he used to label his sister meant something quite different than he thought it meant, resulting in a cultural faux pas. This one is for the books. Enjoy. Yeah, okay, so, dude, you know, I don't hear you record the intros or the outros always, and I understand that you uh, used a little bit of Greek recently, and I just want to... Did you translate it? Did you translate did, the words? yes. Okay. It was, uh, you know, basically, how's it going, or how are you? My Greek isn't very good. Oh, that's see, exactly that's what I said. a very good, useful phrase. Every yeah. time we travel anywhere, we try to learn a few words, you know, a few. And I'll be honest with you, I am a language hack. Like, I screw up more than I don't when it comes to languages. But I think people see me trying, and they give me the benefit of the doubt. Like, we're in uh, Paris. We were traveling through Paris for four days, my love and I. And I thought I was saying, I'm sorry, I don't speak French, which is... Je suis désolé, je ne parle pas français, right? But I was saying, je suis déjeuner, je ne parle pas français, which is, I'm lunch, I don't speak French. So I was traveling around for, for three days until a lovely gentleman uh, uh, in Le Metro uh, said, oh, no, no, my friend, you're not lunch, you are, you are, sorry, désolé. And so then I learned and I laughed after that because how many people did I tell I was lunch, you know? Do you remember Spanish? Do you, uh, can you still speak it a bit? Sí, un poquito. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can understand it better than I can speak it. And I do have this little intimidation when I go to Spanish-speaking countries starting up. But I usually end up leaving feeling relatively comfortable both listening and responding with simple phrases. Because uh, I haven't studied the detail of that language for a while. But it is actually on my list of things to do because I would like to... Uh, follow that up and people who are bilingual you know something that's a major skill set it's like learning a musical instrument it's like these big big uh huge skill sets to learn and uh those are intimidating but exciting at the same time when i was a kid my mom had you know me and my sister go to greek school Huh? And so I didn't even know was, there was such a thing as Greek well, it's school. just a church, right? Okay. So very, very uh, tight knit uh, Greek community over in Ormond Beach. Mm-hmm. And so they had this for like, okay, let's get all the sixth graders together, seventh graders together, whatever we were at the time. And let's teach them Greek. And so we would go through it, the pronunciation and the uh, conjugating the verbs and all of that stuff. But mm-hmm. in Greek... And it just never stuck to me because when I got home, the only time my family really spoke Greek was when they didn't want someone who was American around to understand them. (laughs) And that was really the main time. My grandparents were, you know, very proud of learning English after having to learn French moving to Montreal, Canada. And so... What was really funny to me is like learning about other people having similar experiences in terms of learning Greek, especially when it came to the swear words. Uh Because, and I love this story, but my sister and I weren't allowed to even say like crap as kids. Uh And so we had to swear at each other in Greek, which was apparently okay because it's more (laughs) culturally, you know, appropriate and we're learning a different language. You could be rude and cultured at the same time. So weird. And I remember this. And what's funny is I've heard this story told by other people who had similar experiences where they say a swear word in their language, whether it's Greek or something else, not realizing 
how much nuance, how much more nuance there is <laughs> to a swear word in another language. And so uh, I called my sister a malaka, malaka in the car. Yeah. And my mom gives me the whole Nicholas John Jorgudi, like all three <laughs> names. You know, we have this back and forth. I think it was 12, 13 at the time. My sister was uh, 9, 10, 11, somewhere in there. She's a couple years younger. And do you know what that means? Like, well, it's it's bad, right? It's a, it's a bad word. It's I'm calling her a name. As far as I know, it was just a bad name that I heard somebody else call someone else. And, you know, yeah. the Greek community. She goes, yes, it's, it's very bad. And I go, well, what does it mean? Just call my sister this. I should at least know. Yeah, yeah. And the literal translation is probably like pervert, but it's a super pervert. And oh. from where my mom is from, the way it's translated is, and this is this is what she told me as a thirteen-year-old. You know, Nicholas. You know how masturbation is natural. Go, <laughs> mom. I'm thirteen. Such a pervert. I, Hope so. <laughs> you pray. A, a malaka is someone who masturbates so much that it's no longer natural. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, not my sister. Wow. Not, no, wow. Most 13 year olds that I knew. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> So the nuance of the swear words, I think that's what keeps me kind of coming back to Greek and still wanting to learn it just a little that bit. That is beautiful. Yeah. See, guess what? What's the what's the Greek word for foot? Uh, body. Body. So open mouth, insert body. <laughs> hey, it's Nick. When I told her that story recently, my mom said she had no recollection of it. Lost in translation, I suppose. Thank you so much for listening. Or should I say, for listening. Because I cannot remember for the life of me what that is in Greek. So, for listening.